Welcome to the Weed Smart Regional Update with me, Jessica Strauss, the Weed Smart Communications Lead. This is a new podcast in these crazy times as in-person events can no longer go ahead. So each Monday we'll have an expert from a different cropping region to provide a regional weeds-focused update. Let's get into it. This week we're catching up with Maury-based AMPS consulting agronomist Tony Lockery. So firstly, Tony, tell us a bit about yourself and your role at AMPS. G'day Jess, well I'm a, a senior agronomist here at Ant. I've been here about 14 years in Moree. Um, I help manage the branch as well now and, and I look after our other agronomists at our other four branches in this northwest of New South Wales. So you're going to give us a, a regional update. Tell us a little bit about your region and what conditions it's been experiencing at the moment. Yeah, rightio Jess. Well prior to the end of January we had our driest probably 18 months ever I reckon. Uh, very little crop um, grown last winter, probably, I don't know, maybe 10% planted, 5% actually made it out of the ground, and we baled about 3% of that, which is yeah. pretty unusual for us. We don't normally bale much. And then we harvested probably 2% of our normal area, so we tend to think of it as an air swing. Mm. Um, and unfortunately, we didn't really get any weed germinations either um, to get a, a, you know, to take advantage of that long fallow, so... We really didn't advance very far. We're still uh, basically dealing with the weeds that were, were there 12 months ago. Yeah, that's no good. And so have you got some rain that's come through at this stage, though? What sort of the current conditions that you're experiencing? Yeah, we've had a really beautiful change we're very thankful for. So it started raining in February, and we've had rain at reasonable intervals through that time till now. It's actually sprinkling on the roof at the moment. So our district-wide Titles for this year would be somewhere in the order of 180 to 320 millimetres, I'd suggest. Right. Um, which has given us a fantastic turnaround from, you yeah, know, numbers in the order of 70 to 120 was our total for the year last year. Yeah, that's a positive um, so some, Yeah, that's right. So some really good numbers have fallen. We still don't have a full profile everywhere, but in most cases we'll proceed with, um, with a winter crop as much to get ground cover as anything else. Um, but we're definitely, yeah, fired up and hoping for a um, an average or better crop this year. Yeah, right. With that additional rain that's come through, though, is that so that's sort of causing issues with, with weeds now germinating? Can you just go into a little bit more detail about what you're seeing in terms of weeds that are popping up and what kinds of weeds you're seeing? Yeah, interesting, the, the different times of year, what weeds dominate. So in that February rain, it, when it started, it rained for probably three weeks on and off, and it was difficult to get in and and control weeds, so the first spray round in February was really a, a heavy grass burden. There was quite a lot of red pigweed and yellow vine, but heaps of button grass, barnyard and, and feather top came away in that timing. So we were straight away up against it in terms of, you know, complete weed control. It was probably our last opportunity if, if anyone was going to put a group A through a camera to do that uh, with their glyphosate. So there was a real dominance, I guess, in, in trying to manage that grass population. A lot of double knocks were done with paraquat, etc. And that's, that really tailed off for about, I don't know, probably five weeks all up, that, that one round of, of spray control, and we're basically launching into a second round now, which does have grass in it, but to a lesser extent. Anyone that's got ryegrass, they're just starting to see the first little bits of that, and we don't have a lot of ryegrass up here, but it, it is of concern what we have. Mm. Um, and we've now, on this germination, got quite a mix of winter and summer weeds, so 
uh, including quite a bit of flea bone this round. Um, medics coming, bit of marshmallow where it where it is. So yeah, another another challenging round of herbicide and or in some cases where depending on what's happening, there has been some light some light cultivations. Okay. You know. Yeah. And so thinking about some of those tactics in a little bit more detail, what would your be what would your advice be considering the big six principles, what people could be considering doing and getting on top of those weeds at the moment and going forward into that winter cropping phase? Mm. So there's been quite a mix of actives utilised in the, the last round of spraying. Glyphosate's been the, the backbone of that, but as I said, a second spray with the paraquat base has also been activated on a lot of country. We've used uh, mixes, so we've used glyphosate with other either Group G or Group A where possible, uh, where registered. We've done that in that first round, and then to make sure we didn't have any seeds that uh, go to seed, or any plants go to seed, we've come back with a double knock with paraquat. And again, that was mixed with potentially a group G or, or something else to help uh, aid control. We haven't, you know, completely sat on our herbicide-only program, so in terms of looking for other alternatives to, to manage weeds, as I said, we've also done some uh, strategic cultivation where where it was necessary, where we either had no ground cover or we had uneven country that needed levelling. We've had some, a couple of good summer storms, so we've had some wash in some countries, so those blocks that needed um, some corrective work uh, have, been, have been cultivated as well. So there's a few, few different methods being used and certainly different groups of actives and, and also mixes. Okay, Tony, so people are looking at uh, winter cropping potentially. What's happening in that space? Are people starting to seed winter crops now? Yes, we have had some oats uh, planted so far and, and we've got planters revved up, ready to go next week on this shower. Uh, they'll be putting in canola and faba beans. Okay. Um, and then following that, they'll, they'll be into their early weeks uh, after Easter. Excellent. And when we look at the Big Six Principles, crop competition is one of the uh, ones we advocate. Is that something people should be looking at considering when they're sowing their winter crops? Definitely, definitely is. Um, we probably haven't capitalised on that tactic as much as we could up here because of, uh, I guess, existing machinery with wider rows um, set up, but we're starting to see more uh, intensive cropping in terms of narrower row widths for crop competition. So I guess the two main tactics we look at right now are either delayed planting to allow for further germinations of weeds and, and their control before we plant or um, yeah, crop competition at this time. And then we'll roll from that into um, pre-Ms and, and post-Ms for, um, for control as well. Yeah, excellent. All right, Tony, before I let you go, is there any other tips or advice you'd like to share for this regional update with the listeners? A couple of things just to point out at the moment, Jess. We do have some short supply of product in the country, so there are some challenges there. Growers, I think, need to do two things. One, look at what their first choice product is and then also have a backup plan in terms of herbicide or any of the other tactics to help them out in, uh, for weed control. And the second thing is, if you're confident you're going to go ahead and crop, and, and a lot of people are doing this, they're just starting to put together their in-crop and pre requirements now, so we're actually moving products on farm 
so people are comfortable that they've got what they're going to need to, to commit to planting a crop. Just one more thing, Jess, we are a bit more comfortable up here now with bailing crops. We haven't done much of that before, but as one of our tactics, if we get to a situation where we've lost, you know, we've got a, a weed coming through and setting seed in crop and we're not going to be able to catch it with a, a spray top, we are more comfortable now to, to commit a crop to the baler and just sell that as hay rather than allow it to set hard seed and drop it in the paddock. Excellent. Well, Tony, thank you so much for being our first guest on the regional update. We're just hoping to fill that gap there where people can no longer go to those regional events where they're getting this kind of information. So really thankful for you taking the time. I know you're really busy. And we'll have another one, another regional update for you next week with Yana Dixon. And she's from Rural Directions in South Australia. So we'll be sharing an update from her. So thanks, Tony. No worries at all. Good on you, Jess. Thank you. Thank you.